Welcome to Plant-Based on Fire, the podcast that ignites your passion for plant-based businesses. Real Men Eat Plants is proud to host this show, where we shine a spotlight on the latest and greatest plant-based companies making waves in the industry. From startups to established brands, we'll explore what sets these businesses apart, what challenges they've faced, and what their vision for a more sustainable and ethical food future looks like. So if you're hungry for some fresh insights, inspiring stories, and a healthy dose of entrepreneurial spirit, then join us on Plant-Based on Fire, brought to you by Real Men Eat Plants. Welcome to the Plant-Based on Fire uh, podcast. I'm Brian, your host for today. And today on the show, we have Nikki R. Jones, a communication coach who has honed her skill in the nonprofit, government, and small business sectors. Nikki is known for her ability to craft persuasive and effective communication strategies, as well as her talent for speech writing and training. She has worked with a variety of businesses, including those in the plant-based industry, helping them to communicate their message in a way that resonates with their audience. We're excited to have Nikki here today to share her insights on the power of communication in growing and prospering a plant-based business. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you for having me, Brian. Really appreciate you jumping in with us. I've got a couple questions that kick us off and, and they should be nice and easy ones for you. Okay. Can you tell us the official name of your business and where you're based? NRJ Consulting. I right now live in Concord, North Carolina. I'm from Syracuse, New York, so I should always rep my hometown. Nice. Yeah, that's just north of Charlotte. For those of you who don't know where Concord is, and uh, I grew up in New York as well. So we're we're fellow New Yorkers here. So. I didn't know that. Yeah, I grew up in Rochester. So okay. Yeah, not too far from the queues there. Mm -hmm. So what inspired you to open the business? So my my background, as you just mentioned, spans advocacy, nonprofit, government, and so forth, and. You know, I really enjoyed when I worked in advocacy, understanding the power of voice and the power of story and what happens when you mix those things together. And so when I'm working with coaches and consultants, I know that they're focused on transforming lives and I'm able to help them use that language to connect with the people who need to hear them most. And I like to say that it whispers in ears and speaks to the hearts. I love it. I love it. And so how do you sort of identify yourself as that vegan, vegetarian, plant-based well, Brian, so I don't belong to any particular group and pay any dues, so nobody can come after me. But normally the way that I explain it is that I eat about a 95% vegan diet. I would really like to be raw vegan, but I'm, I'm on a journey and it's been going on. I stopped eating beef and pork when I was 15, 15. And then over the, the pandemic, like everybody else, you started trying to do different things, get your creative mojo hat going on. And I was making this and making that. And that's where I, when I became vegan now i had some fish the other day you know i'm gonna make a confession here mm -hmm. <laughs> so here and there i will have fish but i'm i'm never eating like beef and pork and cheese and things yeah yeah well we'll we'll keep uh pushing you towards the full raw raw vegan there that's quite quite a, a big goal even i'm not that adventurous yet myself but thanks for sharing that um, so tell us a little bit more about some of the services you offer or really recommend to some of the clients that you serve yeah, so what I like to say is that 
people, but clients have like an exquisite expertise and that's here and the people who need them most are here. And so there's a gap in between. And that's where I come in to help bridge that gap with that messaging that is compelling, that's strategic, and that's inviting so that the clients or future clients will know what's possible when they get to work with them. So when I partner with my clients, we are creating strategy to help them get their message out. And then I also write speeches so it could be a full on hear you, hear you speech, or it could be what you're going to say in a series of videos online uh, to attract the people who need you most. And you'll hear me say that a lot because I truly believe that people need our services. And when we work in our in our purpose, when we work in our mix and our passion, we are really having a ripple effect. So when I help my clients reach their clients, it helps them shine so that they can reach their clients. And I'm really honored and humbled by getting to do the work that I do. I, I can't emphasize that enough because that's what I try to tell a lot of uh, companies that I mentor is look for the win-win situations. It's, yeah. This isn't monopoly here, right? Like we can lift each other up and, and both succeed in business. So that's so amazing to hear. Um, so what, what do you think the most interesting part of owning your business is? The most interesting part is the ups and the downs. And it is the being able to be honest with yourself about, oh, this is maybe I don't need to be doing this right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's being able to get around other people where you can have those candid conversations. There's no judgment. You're not worried about things being being um, shared. And then the interesting part is also when I can see my clients, the ones who were doing speech writing and prep and they've got the shaky voice or so they're nervous and then they're like, hey, I'm ready. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's beautiful. You made it. Or when I'm working with clients and helping them get their home, their messaging so that they can go on podcasts or they can go on media interviews or speak in, in social media lives or what have you. And then they're you know, just putting the messaging out there in a way where their future clients can say, oh, wait, oh, I do need that. Let me go ahead and book a call. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you collaborating with any other plant-based businesses in the area? Yeah, you. No. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, 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 definitely, <laughs> I definitely get to meet other people like you. And then there's opportunity for us to refer business to one another, or even potentially partner together. So I'm, I'm open to working with anyone um, who I like to you know, work with people who are heart led. It, it really yeah. makes a difference in the work that I do and how I feel about it. But, you know, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm like, oh, here comes Brian calling. No, I want to be like, oh, it's Brian, you know. <laughs> I mean, when people say plant-based businesses, they're really honestly thinking of more of that, those restaurants or the nutrition coaches and those kinds of plant-based business or maybe even food producers, right? But it, it's important to know that there are so many other businesses out there like mine, obviously in the podcasting space, but in yours, like, you know, it's something that maybe do you advertise that a little bit or do you find that that helps to resonate with certain clients at, at a moment or? Depending on who I'm talking to. I mean, normally I'm not sharing things that I'm doing in my personal life to, to that level. Mm -hmm. But if I'm speaking to someone and, and we're on a discovery call, she, she happens or he happens to mention something about their health journey or what have you, sometimes I definitely will share that. And whether it's me going to a wellness place, and I'm like, you should go check that place out. Or yeah. it's me talking about a new restaurant locally or a new recipe that I've had. I enjoy being able to work with clients who I kind of feel like they're friends in my head. So yeah. it's like once we get over that, <laughs> that that we just met place we tend to share other information and tips 
And honestly, I think that's how you and I met. We just sort of stumbled into that because of Dr. Dr. May, right? Was in the same room with us and you mentioned it and I mentioned it and then we collaborated from there. So yeah, that's awesome. So what, what are some of the tips that you can give for like new plant-based businesses, owners around the world? Like what would you recommend? I would recommend that you sit down and think about who it is that you really want to work with and your why. And once you do that, then you'll be able to understand, you know, of course, what you want to help them through or how you want to serve them. Then you'll be able to think about what that messaging looks like. Uh, you know, everybody doesn't need the same messaging and, the, and every message is not going to attract all the same people. I know that my clients are feeling pretty overwhelmed. <laughs> my clients are feeling excited about wanting to launch their new program or their new service and they need someone to help them get the word out. And so when I'm speaking to them, whether it's future clients or whether it's, you know, someone actually becomes a client, I'm all, I'm using language that talks about reaching the people who need you most because that's how they feel. You know, they feel they are, they are heart led. They do feel like I have a purpose and I need to, I need to operate in that. So think about the people who you want to work with and what language they use. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. Sometimes I do a little eavesdropping and in, in clubhouse or in fan yeah. and those rooms and in LinkedIn and you hear the words that they use and you kind of use them back to them. It helps them understand that you understand where they're coming from and where, where they're going. And lastly, I will say, share your story. Don't feel like you can't share it. And I shared on social media just this week that a long time ago, I was in a live interview and I hung up on a reporter in the middle because I didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want people to see me showing up like I am today, you know, much more confident and thinking, oh, well, you know, she's kind of you know, way over here. She probably can't understand. No, no, I've, I've had the shaky voice presentations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's so interesting. I was just talking with a friend earlier today about, you know, sharing that embarrassing moment that happens. Like we're, we all have them. So why not expose some of that vulnerability? I mean, it kind of dovetails into the next question I was going to ask you really is in, in your opinion, what are some of those unique challenges faced by businesses when it comes to that effective communication and how do you help them overcome that? A lot of times it is fear. It's the fear of, oh, goodness, you know, I don't want to appear on camera. I don't want to hear my voice. So when I am working with them, we do a lot of role play. We are going to get on camera like this and we are yeah. going to record it. I'm going to look at the snippets. I'm going to show it to them and say, look, what you did right here like that was great. Sometimes you just need someone else to say, you're doing good. And when you have that, then you start to feel a little more like, okay, let me get my shoulders up here and I can do it again. It is role play. I've never really been a whole big fan of role play, I have to tell you, but in this kind of work, you have to do it. And when you do it with people and they become more comfortable, then they can go and do it on their own. So they can go and do it in their podcast interview or in a media interview, or even in a, in a it might be a presentation to their board. They need to have that practice so that when they get there, it's not like, ta-da, lights, camera, action. No, you've yeah. done this already. This isn't new to you. Yeah, I, I love it. And, it, you know, it's we take it for granted. We live in this digital age. We all have the cameras on our phones. Why aren't you recording it and watching it back and trying to hone that and perfect it a little bit? So it's so good to see you encouraging that. Yes. Um, do you have do you have a couple examples of some of the successful communication or speeches you've helped some other businesses develop? Mm -hmm. uh, one woman, she was a uh, uh, she had just taken over a international nonprofit. 
And so within the, the first, I think five to six, five, maybe five to six months, they had their big international event. So she had, there was a convening of people from all over the world that had to come together and the, the, the key decision makers and so forth. So we worked together to create a series of speeches for her for that conference, which I think was gonna be three or four days. So every time she got to the microphone, Everything she was saying is what I had written for her and what she had rehearsed and what she had put her own, you know, finesse on. And it yeah. was really nice to watch her because even before we before the conference actually started, I went to her room because I flew out to where she was at and we were like, practice again, start again, start over. And so to see her get on the stage, I was I was like, I probably look unprofessional now because I had my phone up like <laughs> This is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've worked together a number of times since, but I have additional stories like that where I just work with uh, someone who is an advocate and just being able to, because my background is advocacy, that's where I got started in communication. Mm -hmm. So using that language that's going to rile the audience and it's going to get them to start thinking differently. Those those moments to me are priceless. And I'm just, again, I'm humbled that I have this opportunity because when I started at my communications, the first job uh, in advocacy, I was just responding to something that I saw in the paper that kind of looked like receptionist. I had no yeah. idea that I would wow. be there as a registered lobbyist, as a statewide communications director, and essentially as a deputy director. So when I'm able to use these, these, these skills to help other people impact audiences, it's, it's great. That is awesome. Yeah. What a powerful, what a powerful story and journey there on that front, really. I think you've kind of already mentioned a few of them, like the LinkedIn and the clubhouse and stuff, but how else do you stay up to date on the trends and the developments in the industry and, and incorporate that knowledge into some of your strategies? So I'm in different Slack groups. Uh, certainly I'm going to read books, we're going to read books and I'm reading books. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am actually, I'm not reading a book right now. Maybe you'll have a, have a suggestion for me. I'm in a mastermind. I've been in a coaching program, one-on-one -on -one coaching program for a while now. So all of these things kind of come together like a nice little medley of information for me, especially uh, being in the coaching program, because I get to hear other service providers, the concerns and challenges they're having with reaching people. And then you're like, mm, aha. And it's not that, that I'm out here telling their secrets, but listening to how they describe things helps me to then communicate with other people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I guess I'll tell you my book right here is uh, get together. I'm trying to figure out, you know, how do I build a, a stronger and more close knit community for the real men eat, meat plants um, community yeah. that we're trying to build for, for the men uh, on that space. But so that's one I'd recommend. I've heard some great things about that. <laughs> um, what, uh, you know, how can businesses communicate the benefits of their products and services to that wider audience, including those that might not even be familiar with, you know, like in my example, plant-based, you know, that, you know, they, that creates that, that irk or that stigma around it, you know, so how do you help people in that regard? Oftentimes what happens is people, when they're talking about their programs or services, they tend to say things like, oh, we have three meetings a month, or we have this glass and it's made out of glass imported from this place. That's not really what people care about. They want to know what's going to happen for them. So mm -hmm. if you're talking, you're in encouraging men to come on over to the greener side. Yeah. <laughs> you can talk about the benefits of that, whether it's clear skin, whether it's having more energy to be able to play with their children, the, the, the idea of being able to live longer, just being able to feel better, having more energy. I think I said that already. But when you talk about those things, that sounds a lot better than let's start eating more salad. I was like, well, I don't, yeah. I don't know. 
really know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why? So when you're also thinking of, of the benefits, it's like you have you been feeling tired? If you're mm-hmm. here now about 40 years old and you're kind of having a little bit of the midlife, you know, issues here, perhaps you could come over to this green side and reap all of these benefits. And look, there's Jeffrey doing it, there's Dante doing it and so forth. And you tell their stories mm-hmm. of how their life has been changed by, in your case, the the uh, new lifestyle, but it maybe it's a product or maybe it's a service. I really like the idea of sharing the stories of other people. So even when I do uh, interview, t- I call them client love interviews, the mm-hmm. testimonials, I do it on camera, we're side by side, and I'm asking them specific questions like, what, what was the challenge that you were having before? What made you say now is the time that I have to hire someone to help me with speech writing? What was the yeah. experience like? So when you hear people saying in their own words, it makes a mm-hmm. difference for the people who are thinking of it. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. That's chock full of some good tips and stuff mm-hmm. right there. Um I mean, it sparks the idea in my head around, you know, some of the other things we're trying to do. It creates this controversy and and these more difficult com- conversations around sustainability or animal welfare, your health. Um, how do you help clients navigate those controversial or more difficult topics as part of their business? Well, I think it's important to make sure that I understand where they want to go with it. It's kind of like if you go to the barber shop, the barber is going to want to know, like, do you want a mohawk or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I find that out from them, and I'm going to be able to assess in previous videos or podcasts and things like that as well to see how they use their voice, how they use their voices, the issues that they're ready to go and spearhead and just tackle them front on. And so when I understand that, then we can create messaging that aligns with who they are and, you know, mm-hmm. what, what, what they want to be, the impact that they want to have. So, yes, there are certainly things out here that are uh, sometimes on the taboo side or sometimes on the mm-hmm. side where you're like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to talk about that. We need to have those real conversations and imagine what those or not imagine uh, kind of predict what those consequences are going to be if you talk about those things. Now, do, you, do you want that smoke? No. Mm-hmm. OK, so <laughs> let's not talk. Yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. And if you absolutely have to talk about it, maybe you are a leader or, or a CEO, if you have to talk about it, let's make sure that we're talking about it in a way that provides leadership, that has you providing leadership, has you being thoughtful, and have, has you looking like you really uh, are concerned and, and have the, the, the interest of your people in mind. Absolutely, yeah. So what... You know, it, we live in this digital age now, right? So what what are some of the communication tips that you would help uh, a company with? Or what, what tips would you even provide to help uh, these plant-based businesses that are watching this right now leverage that social media or other digital platforms to get that communication out to the right audience? One thing that I definitely love to do is send video messages on LinkedIn. You can do this as well on Instagram and every connection for the most part that I have, I always send them a video and just to say hi and hello. I'm not selling anything, but I just, just to say hi and hello, and I'm using their name. I may reference something that they recently posted and it makes a different kind of a connection because we're always connecting with people on LinkedIn, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And some, most times people are going to, they're going to type something and send it to you. But when someone takes the time to say, hi, Brian, thanks so much for connecting with me now you're smiling and you're feeling yeah. a different way people remember how you make them feel and if you are camera shy i will tell you that you can use the audio option on twitter on linkedin on instagram as well and you can you can have pajamas on nobody will know but just mm-hmm. taking that little extra moment to make that touch 
more personal. It helps people remember you and it helps them feel associated feeling with you. I, and I can tell, you know, you did that after we connected on LinkedIn and um, it definitely set you apart uh, compared to the hundreds of other connections I've seen throughout the years. So well yeah. done on that front. Uh, well, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nikki, for being here and stuff. Um, love to figure out ways that people can connect with you. So give us a little shout out and the best ways for them to get in touch with you. So if you are a CEO or a C-suite leader, or you know someone who's a CEO or a C-suite leader who needs help with strategic messaging that is going to be compelling and inviting and, and reaching the people who need them most, you can connect with me. My website is NikkiRJones.com. That's N-I-K-K-I-R-Jones.com. And also at NikkiRJones.com on LinkedIn and Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nikki, for joining us today and sharing your expertise on this power of communication and growing and prospering plant-based businesses in particular. It's been a real pleasure to have you on the show. As we close out today's episode, I just want to leave you all with a little inspiring quote from Maya Angelou, who said, I've learned that people will forget what you've said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel, which I think just further echoes what we were talking about just a moment ago. So in the world of plant-based businesses, it's not just about what you're selling or promoting. It's about the impact you have on people's lives and the planet. So let's remember to communicate with empathy, authenticity, and purpose and make a difference in the world. So thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time. And that's a wrap for this episode of Plant-Based on Fire. We hope you enjoyed learning about the innovative plant-based businesses we featured today and got inspired to support them on their journey. Remember, plant-based eating isn't just a trend. It's a way of life that benefits your health, the environment, and animals. By choosing plant-based foods, you're making a positive impact on the world and helping to create a better and more compassionate future. If you want to join the Real Men Eat Plants community and get even more resources to help you go and stay plant-based, check out our blog, podcasts, and 30-day challenge at realmeneatplants.com. Thank you for tuning in to Plant-Based on Fire, brought to you by Real Men Eat Plants. Head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a review and let us know what you think of this episode. Don't forget to tag us at Plant Based on Fire when you share this episode in your preferred social media. Wish to be a guest? We need to know about your plant-based business. Email us at pbof at realmeneatplants.com. We love hearing from our listeners. Thank you to our guests and to you, our listeners, for your support. And see you next time.